So we're back in the room once again. It is, of course, the You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet podcast with Jack and Sean. On with Ooh. us today, we have a multi-talented artist, somebody that's absolutely brilliant. She's a singer, she's a dancer, she's a vlogger. She has just released a new single, Doubts, and it is out now. Um, was out at the start of January this year. It is, of course, Sasha Sky. Sasha, how are you? I'm good, thank you. That was so nice of an intro. That was way more than I deserve. <laughs> I've never gotten into it like that in all the time I've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good though. Thank you. How are you? We're good. We're good. It's it's very cold here this evening. It is. It's not warm. Do you know? Yeah, oh, absolutely up. freezing. So first of all, I suppose, just to get started, tell us like where you're from and um, what about you? Where are you from? What's your name? What's your crack really? Right. Uh, well, I'm from the northeast of England from somewhere called Darlington, which not many people know. Um, but I don't know if you've heard of a place called Newcastle. It's like close to there. And um, yeah, grew up there, was there for 20 years, pretty much. And then I moved to London, where I'm currently based in London now. And um, I moved here just to hopefully, like, I, I just, I wanted more um, experience to help, I don't know, pursue my career, start making music and go to dance classes, because I'm, I'm really passionate about, like, dancing, acting, performing, and uh, yeah. I, so you say Newcastle, I can sort of hear the Geordie a tiny bit, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand my voice. They don't understand my accent. They're like, you don't sound like a Geordie, but then I might say like something. I'll be like, oh, I or way, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, there it is a little bit. Fair play, fair play. So I suppose, do you want to just tell us like, how was it sort of growing up in around Darlington where you're from? Sort of what was your, uh, what was your influences maybe uh, when you were younger? It's kind of a small town, I suppose. Um, growing up there, it was, uh, oh. Hard to explain. It's not hard to explain. I'm just awkward. I think that's what it is. I'm just awkward. Um, yeah, small town. I think I feel like a lot of people know each other, but then you also come across people like you don't know. Obviously, you get that everywhere. But um, I actually really like where I come from. Like, I think everywhere has its good places and its bad places. But I quite, I quite like it. I feel like it's a cute little town. And um, it was just me and my parents growing up the majority of my life and uh, I guess I wasn't the most sociable so I didn't have a lot of social experiences and I feel like I was sheltered for quite a long time my parents were very protective of me in a very loving way not in a bad way and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then what about the performing at what age did you get that bug or what was your inspiration on that front um I think I've had that in me I think just my whole life I don't know exactly when it came out but I think my parents started nurturing that aspect in me rather like roundabout when I was like eight years old they started um you know they they knew that like apparently when I was younger I just always loved being in front of the camera that kind of went away as I grew up I just got really shy and awkward and lost all confidence but when I was younger I had all the confidence and uh, we have like home videos of me and uh, always trying to get in in, in the shot and <laughs> do something and like oh look at me look at me I'm doing this um and yeah so I think my parents started putting me in like random little uh like summer schools where you would do like a play in a day or like you would um, put on a show in a week and it kind of started from there it, it was just something fun it was like a little hobby that I would do when I was younger and it keep me occupied you know like in the summer holidays and then that kind of grew a little bit so we started branching out and like looking to like what we had there wasn't a lot in Darlington there's not a lot in the northeast but there is some like there's some gems here and there so um I think first thing I remember being a part of was something called um, Art Academy 
And then I also started going to uh, dance classes um, at somewhere called Art Spark. And it was just then from then onwards, really. Can you remember any of the uh, early plays you were in? Or, uh... <laughs> I can. I can't remember what they were, if I'm honest. <laughs> like, I can remember being in them. I can remember what I did, but I can't remember um, some of the names in, like, the really early ones. I do remember I was in a special rendition of High School Musical when I was younger. And uh, absolutely loved that. I was one of the cheerleaders. I think I had one line, but I bossed that one line. <laughs> brilliant. I love it. I love it. You're like, I, I can do this. It's fucking great. Yes. <laughs> Interestingly said, because yeah. High School Musical has become a bit of a point of contention here. Because mm. I try to convince Jack to watch them and he refuses. <laughs> no way. Why not? Are you asking? <laughs> so I, I've, I remember seeing the first one when I was younger. And mm-hmm. then Sean... Um, like likes there's three of them isn't there maybe four i don't know there's a there's tv show as well or some oh there's a series the movie the series <laughs> oh my god there's so much now yeah yeah <laughs> so every time yeah sean just you know after maybe i've had a few drinks or something and we're you know when we're you know like praying you know to go out or whatever and you know i'll be in the kitchen filling up sean, sean do you want anything or shouting to the rest of the group or talking shite to somebody and i just hear like you know you know and it's like oh no he hasn't watched them yet unfortunately I think you should totally watch them. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's probably one of my favorite films still. Like, I could happily just do a marathon of all of them right now. Like, I love them. I think I always will. It's just, it's in me. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't encourage Sean, <laughs> Sasha. Please don't. Or there'll be, it'll, you two years, it'll be like duetting and <laughs> do a sing-off here, you know? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Only High School Musical 2, though. It's, it's the best one. It's the best one. Um, High School Musical 2 is a vibe. Yeah. It's top. And then... You went on and you studying, is it acting and dance? Is that right? Or is it just acting? Um, I So like when I went to college, is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I went to college and I did an acting course, but they had um, like three modules, I suppose, not modules, um, three sections to the course. Acting was the main one. So if you want to do acting, that was the course for it. But they also had um, dance lessons on the course and singing lessons on the course. It was just like, you'd have like one lesson a week, whereas like the other classes would all be acting. Um, so I did start an acting course, that was two years. And then I stayed on at the same college and did a music course as well for another two years. Fair play, fair play. And when you when you say about acting was obviously your first love then. Um, mm-hmm. so I suppose the dancing and the singing sort of just, you know, mashed into it, yeah? Yeah, um, I think because I always loved singing, but I was like way too shy and I would never sing in front of anyone. And um, I remember one time my mum my was listening to me singing at the bottom of the stairs. And when I found out that, I wanted to die. I was not happy at all. I was probably yeah. belting it in my room and having a good time. And then she was like, I heard you. And I was like, great I don't want to exist anymore <laughs> so so I think a lot of it was also to do with confidence because um I felt more confident with acting so I was like oh, I'll, I'll pursue that and then the confidence with the dancing and singing came later on Fair play. and with the set or sorry with the dancing then um like we I seen some of your your videos um on your socials um, yeah, on, on Facebook, Instagram, and also um, some of your blog and stuff as well on YouTube. W- with your yeah. dancing stuff, I mean, are you doing that? Um, like, are you in a group, or is there is that just on your own with your mates, or is that then through still through education, or what's that? Um, a bit of everything, literally a bit of everything yeah. you just said there. <laughs> um, so I was actually in a group, and I think it lasted like it was a very short space of time. It might have lasted like maybe. 
two months or so. Um, it's really hard to come across like dance troops and crews in, in the Northeast. And I think I only ever found two. Um, I went to like two dance classes with one like group and then I trained for about two months or maybe three months with this other group and um, we did we did a short we did the Christmas light switch on for Newcastle and I think that was the last performance I did with them and um, that that was great but I couldn't I couldn't stay and um, yeah so it, it was a lot of it's been like independent and like um, on my own um, training myself that was actually how it started I was self-trained started in my bedroom and um but then I wanted to branch out and as I started to get more confident with my dancing um I did my own dance class at the college that I was at so I would do it on a Friday um like after I was like after everyone's classes had finished and um teach the other students fair play, fair play. and so then how was moving down to London like obviously maybe that's if you're interested in that sort of the performance side of stuff and all I assume that's the place to go nearly but was yeah. it, did you enjoy yeah. that or was it complicated? Um, oh, London is like such a big, uh, so I uh, originally moved to London to do a dance course down here at university and I did it for the first year and um, I had ups and downs throughout a lot of it, mainly um, like mental health stuff. And it was just, it was really hard being down here by myself. And I didn't have any friends or family down here and moving away and like being alone. Like everyone, I think, understands university can be quite hard for a lot of those reasons. You know, you're going out by yourself and that's when you have to fully rely on yourself and it can be hard. But I think being so far away from my family and my friends, um, it, it was it was really difficult. And um, I felt quite isolated down here. And I didn't really um, make really strong connections with the people around me. So the people on, on the course that I was on, they were all lovely. They were great. But we didn't, um, I guess we just didn't really connect. I didn't like get really good, strong friendships. And um, that's no one's fault. But it was hard because um, I didn't feel like I had many people around me. So that made it worse. But I in the end, I decided I wanted to stay in London because you're right, it is the place to kind of, pursue stuff at least more so than in uh, the northeast just for myself obviously it's different for everyone so some people like to be totally cool staying in the northeast um but I knew that I wanted to start training at dance classes and dance studios that are down here because there's so many people I've been looking up to for years like on social media and I was like I want to start training there I was training with them and so I knew London was a place for me but it was definitely um a rough start <laughs> okay I mean, and, and, like you're based in London now, we obviously are in COVID and like, mm. we're all feeling it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so me personally, I haven't lived at home for like five or six years because mm. of COVID. I had to move home um, and Sean is up on his own here uh, in Belfast as well. So mm. we're all definitely feeling, you know, the pressures yeah. of COVID and the pressures of, you know, multiple lockdowns. How are you getting mm. on? Um, I think same as everyone like we're we're all going through it aren't we and it's uh it's different levels of difficulty for everyone um I think I struggled most in the first lockdown that was really hard um the first lockdown was weird because um I had a really great job that I loved um but not too long after getting the job and um, they let um 18 of us go because I had to because of covid and when they let us go, I was actually at home visiting my family. Just I was only meant to be there for like, I think two nights, but then they let me go and I wasn't at university. And I was like, oh, wait, I've got no job and I don't have uni. So 
I feel like there's no point going back down to London. So I stayed there, but I only had um, like an overnight bag and ended up being up there for five months. So it was, it was a bit difficult and awkward at first because I was like, everything I own is down in London, but I'm up here. Um, but one of the blessings of it being that I, I wasn't alone, like I would rather it be that way around. And, um, but it also difficult because like, it's, I mean, like we said, it's difficult for everyone. It's so different to anything we've ever experienced and um, not being able to have like our usual lifestyle. It's just quite, quite, uh, I guess, jarring um, because you can't, um, I know, go do things that could maybe really help your um, mental health if that's something that you struggle with. And it's definitely something that I really struggle with in the first lockdown um, now. So I feel like I'm getting more used to it and I'm trying to find ways to, um, feel better and you know have some self-care during lockdown so that I can maybe thrive a bit more than in the beginning but um yeah sorry just to ask sort of over lockdown you know like I try and do some writing or Sean tries to do some writing or we try to do like mm-hmm. our, our podcasting and, and research and such things but you know to get motivated can be very very hard for yeah. you as as an artist as a performer um, and as a singer have you been able to create or have you been able to do like zoom classes with you know people you dance with or has there been any of that at all um i've had my moments i've had my moments i've i've wanted to be a lot more inspired and a lot more creative than i have been um i think i find it hard to find the motivation sometimes but then other times i'll just push myself because i know that if i do you know be creative and do the things that make me feel good then I will feel better um so I've managed to do things here and there like in the first lockdown um I did a little dance project for myself where I turned a garage into a dance studio and it it didn't look good yeah. it didn't look good at all <laughs> but you know I tried and it was something to distract myself and you know I keep kept me occupied for a bit and I found that fun um, and then when I made it into a dance studio I did a dance video and I got like a little handheld gimbal to try and make it look kind of good if I could and um, so I, I had that little project for myself and um, I'm always songwriting so I think that that's been really helpful and um, that can help me express my feelings you know and yeah, so I've managed to here and there, but when it comes to dance Zoom classes, I haven't done any of them and I've wanted to, but um, I haven't done that yet, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I suppose bring both of those together, you were chatting about how, you know, maybe you, you, were, you had that uh, confidence issue around your singing and then how mm-hmm. you had sort of the opportunity during this lockdown to get really involved your songwriting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, a few weeks ago, you released your wonderful um, single, Doubt. Thank you. Did did the lockdown like help catalyze? Is that the word? Maybe your creative process around that song, or what? What helped you get over the confidence issues and really um, music? I think ever since I took the music course at college, I think my confidence has just been growing and growing since then. And I knew that I wanted to eventually get to the point where I was releasing my own songs. And it was actually moving to London where I started uh, songwriting as like a daily thing, and it just it started happening. Um, always at four in the morning though don't know why I can't seem to songwrite during the day it's always at night I think it's helped a little bit because I actually wrote the song at the end of October which was um like obviously we we just kind of gotten normality back a little bit and um I feel like I had a bit of um a breather from my experience in London because um the song doubts is actually about my experience in London 
And um, I think because the lockdown gave me a bit of space from that, and I was able to write about it because I'd had enough space to think about it rather than being um, in it. You know how when you're in something, you can't necessarily see what yeah. it is, like it for what it is. And when you're out of it, you can be like, oh, yeah, I see that now. And um, I was able to write it from that space. So I think lockdown did help me a little bit with that. Um, and then I suppose on the song itself, um, what was the sort of creative process behind the track? And then, as you said, it's based on that experience in London and that, mm. you know, maybe moving down there alone and all that sort of um, scenario you had prior. Mm. Does the do you think that comes through in the sound of the track in general? Because it is, I think it's nearly, it's a bluesy sort of track at times. Yeah, um, I think, I feel like when you listen to it, it does kind of have an overall sad kind of vibe. Um, like when my friends found out I was releasing a song, I was like, yeah, don't get too excited though, because you can't exactly like <laughs> bounce to it or anything. You know, you can't really, you, you might just kind of sit there and feel a bit sad for a minute or two. <laughs> so I feel like it does come across in it but you, it's not really obvious, but I like that. I didn't want it to be really in your face and like, you know, it like, uh, like really obvious. I wanted it to um, be more subtle, I suppose. And I like that it is about my experience, but if someone didn't know my experience, they wouldn't know exactly what I was singing about. So they can maybe interpret yeah. it to be something for them or something completely different. Like um, my mum, when she first heard it, um, she didn't know the full story behind it and you know what the lyrics like meant and represented. So she listened to it and she was like, oh yeah, I really relate to that song because I've been doubting myself recently, and, you know? And then I told her what it was about and she was like, oh, I, I didn't actually know that it was like quite that deep and quite, you know, that that re represented that. And that's what that was. Um, and she was like, you yeah, know, that's kind of cool though, because then people can, you know, make it their own. And I think people like doing that with songs. So like if they can relate to a song. Yeah, to totally. Yeah. Yeah. So totally true. And obviously you, you wrote the um, lyrics. Did you work on, is it, is it all you or did you work on anyone else on the track or? The lyrics are all mine, but I did work with someone called Thomas Day and um, he's really great. He was a, like first experience I've ever had recording in a studio before. And um, I actually recorded it at a place called Loft Music Studios, which is in New Newcastle. Um, and I've struggled for so long finding like a studio to record it. And I feel like when you're just getting started, you never know where to go yeah. and like who to work with. Um, but we actually worked really well together and he made me feel really comfortable in the studio. So that was great. And um, he helped produce the like instrumentation. The So like I brought the lyrics to the table and I knew um, like how I wanted to sing it. So I sent him a voice note of me singing it. And then we like got the instrumentation together from that. And I suppose to bring it kind of relate back to an earlier question, in terms of as you say, you've had that performing bug from a young age and it's always been something you've interested in. So I imagine you listen to a lot, a lot of artists yourself. Is there anybody in particular that you think has influenced? You know, now that you've made your own track and put it out there, is there anybody you see mm. as having an influence on your sound? Um, oh, it's hard to tell. I know I've got I've got influences when it comes to dance, like a lot of that people that inspire me and like uh, musicians that inspire me. Like I'll listen to a song and that'll really inspire me to dance. But it's I don't know what my influences are when it specifically when it comes to singing um when I was growing up I really loved Amy Winehouse and I really loved Adele and um 
they were like the main songs and main people that I would like sing songs from. Um, so I suppose they would maybe have influences in uh, my music, maybe. So sort of moving on then, what is next? Are you working on any tracks at the moment or sort of what is sort of coming up without giving too much away, of course? Yeah, I'll give you all the DLC. You can do like a little release. <laughs> no, um, I, am, I am working on stuff. I've been working on um, a few different tracks uh, the past year or maybe over a year and um, that haven't been released yet. It's, it's funny because this one I wrote really recently and I released that one first. I actually had plans to release it a different one first but it just this one just took over the picture and I was like I'll release that one first um I've got I think about eight songs at the moment that are just written and sat there waiting to be released I'm just uh waiting to get back in the studio really so it's all about um what happens with uh, you know COVID and when things start opening up a bit and um when I can manage to get back in the studio I'll be I'll be straight back in there because I'm really eager. Now that I've started, I don't want to stop. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. And we're very much looking forward to hearing some new stuff um, or, or stuff you've been working on. Is it like, is it along the same vibe? Or are you are you still channeling that sort of, um, you know, sort of a little bit of doubt as of, you know, your direction and moving away? Or, you know, is, is, is it COVID influenced and being sort of maybe like, you know, isolated? Or is it embracing going back out? Or sort of what's the new songs and sort of what where are they coming from? Um, these songs are literally all over the place and um, different vibes, different styles, different genres. Um, which I, I was actually really worried about because I, I thought if I released my first song, you know, Doubts, and it was, you know, kind of a slower, maybe a bit of a sad song. And then the next one I released is proper like, you know, bouncing. I was like, oh, I find that weird. <laughs> so um but yeah it is um a bit all over the place but um then again like I, I like a lot of different genres and the ideas that I have and the inspiration that I have uh, in all of those different genres so um they will all be a little bit of something a little bit different here and there yeah <laughs> will this be just more singles do you think in the coming months or will it be is there like an EP sort of thing or what way would you approach that release? possibly thinking about an EP um, but thinking more focused on singles at the moment and I don't think I would do an album for quite a while because I'm, I'm just getting started and I feel like no one no one really knows me at the moment you know and <laughs> um, so I might do I might do an album in the future at some point but I'm mainly focusing on these different singles and I think all of them have like such different themes and talk about different stories and topics that um, you know it's it, it's good to, and it makes sense to release some of the singles. Okay, okay. Um, so we do have a, a question that we like to ask um, everybody that comes on. Um, right. And we, <laughs> it, it is if you were to be a drink, now that could be alcohol or otherwise, what drink would you be and why? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so for example, so for example, the only example we have. Excuse, give us the example. The, the only example we've been we have clever enough to think of is that Jack is a pint of Guinness because he right. is an acquired taste, and a lot of people pretend they like him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, thanks, Sean, for that little analogy there. He, he, he slapped that one on me at one stage last year, and I was just like, all right, okay. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Not what I was thinking, but okay. Yeah. 
Um, oh, well, I want to try think of something interesting now. And I just, I don't know. I'm sat here looking at a bottle of Vimto and I'm like, don't say Vimto. <laughs> <laughs> but it's or- just staring at me. <laughs> Well, tell me this, if you were, if we didn't have COVID and, and we could go back out and uh, go to the pub for a drink or, you know, go and meet your, what would be your drink of choice then? Mm, well, actually, I don't drink, as in like alcohol, I don't drink. So um, it would probably be an, some, some kind of soft drink. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, mm, mm, there's, there's a, mm, I'm pretty sure there's a watermelon uh, J2O, it's like a J2O spritz. And I'm pretty sure it's watermelon. And that that's quite nice and different. So I'm, I might say that just because I love watermelon. I, I love melon yeah. in general. Any melon, really. But yeah, I'll, really. I'll say that. I'll say that. <laughs> so watermelon flavoured sparkly water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not everyone's first choice. <laughs> but tasty, though. But tasty. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose then, just to wrap up, um, do you want to tell... The lovely listeners at home where they can find you on the internet and your music and what they can like um oh yeah thank you um well um the platform i'm most uh, active on is instagram so my instagram is at it's sasha sky which is i-t-s-s-a-s-h-a-s-k-y and then on youtube it's just my name sasha sky Fantastic, fantastic. And you can hear her track Doubts on all the usual streaming services like Spotify and YouTube and all the places where you get your music. Mm-hmm. I would say one more question. Is, is Sasha Sky, I assume it's a stage name. It's actually not. That's the name I was born with. But really? um, Sasha yeah. Sky is my first name. It's a double barrel name, but um, yeah. as like my artist name, I got rid of the little dash. So it's just Sasha Sky. Um, but yeah, no, I was born with um, Sasha Sky is my name. Is there any story or reason or just because it sounds cool? Or? Um, oh, you know, there is, there's a few stories here and there. And I know my parents are going to listen to this podcast. They're very excited. So if I get the story wrong, they're going to get mad at me. So I'm sorry <laughs> if I get the story wrong. You t- tell all the stories and then tell us which one's right and we'll add it out the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. You go back and ring your mom tonight and just be like, what was that again? And then message me and you're like, okay, take yeah. this one out and take that out. <laughs> um, well, I know there was a story around Sasha. Um, my dad or maybe both my mom and dad were they really liked this uh, DJ that was called Sasha so they were like oh Sasha so that's that part but I couldn't tell you anything about the DJ which is probably a little bit bad so <laughs> but they they really they were really inspired and liked him and thought he was cool so they're like oh Sasha's a cool name and then my mom she really wanted to, to like I don't know spice it up a little bit I guess you know sprinkle a little bit spice this up a bit um so she she actually went through all sorts I think I remember her saying supernova at one point um and I think everyone knows that might be a little bit extra <laughs> <laughs> But um, they, they, uh, I know Sky, I guess, just came to them at some point and they were like, oh, Sasha Sky, that's that's a nice name. We'll give her that name. And yeah. That is fantastic. That is so, so brilliant. Yeah. That, like, I mean, mine, mine's very boring. Uh, I'm just named after Miranda. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but that's sweet. I like that. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But anyway, look, Sasha, thank you very, very much for chatting to us. Of course, you can go and find her on Instagram. You can go and find her on Facebook, on YouTube, and all the usual places you can get your social media stuff and your music. And uh, Sasha, we wish you the best of luck in the future because we know there's oh. just going to be big things coming. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I, honestly, it's been an honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank See you, you later. Yeah.